I've, I've been using a... Hey, you got a topic? A topical ointment lately. I went back and forth on this because, I, you know, I know you would kind of like to keep this lighthearted. But oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking Debbie Downer over here. <laughs> In good side quest fashion. I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm All right, the we, worst. We started... <laughs> Yeah, it's side quest. We're back at you with another side quest. Here to turn your frown. Well, I guess not. <laughs> like Here to pucker owl. your asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, that's tight butthole. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, what's going on, guys? Yo, yo. Chick it. Yo. VIP. <laughs> Let's kick it. Uh, by the time Got this, you all in check. this airs, I will have started my new job, so hopefully I can report back with good news. Oh, good. Ha- have you noticed that every side quest is about Quentin? New job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mention it one time kind of on one deal. side quest, well, I, I take that's all I talk about. I, I take that back. It, before it was old job, <laughs> and now it's new job. I don't do a whole lot. Yeah, well. The the old job was a promotion. Oh shit! You're right. Uh, and, and then you totally bounced on them. <laughs> Set up yours, guys. So actually, that's a funny story. Um, so the place that I applied, they slowballed the hell out of me. I feel like it was like two, maybe three months that I had applied whenever I was looking for jobs. And you know, I thought that you know, oh okay, they're not going to hit me back up. So I went ahead and I took the current job. And uh, they hit me back up the first week after I had gotten the promotion and I got moved to days. They hit me back like that Monday, that that oh, first wow. day. And I'm over here like, oh, this is going to be fucking awkward. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I told my boss, I was like, I want you to know I didn't just take the money and then run. I was like, I thought this was it. So Yeah. But things improved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- y- just like that... Uh- that little blemish on my nether regions improved. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> I had no blemish. I'm joking. <laughs> and the odor, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Darryl. anybody watch? Uh, no, 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 Darryl. no. No, we're putting him off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surely you guys also all brought topics. I did, oh, actually. Right. Well, all right, right yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. They're not any good, but yeah. I brought them. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Anybody watch it? I watched it. I, I heard mixed reviews about it. Okay, so let me let me just preface my review by saying I saw the first one in the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, the original. Same. Okay? So despite the lackluster story, this one still looked so much better than that original one. Yeah. Um, it, it was a lackluster story. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't have a big emotional connection to the game store, the storyline of the game. Well, let's be, so re- let's, let's be really real here. Care. Okay, so the, the time frame Mortal Kombat video games were coming out, video game stories were probably considered like bastardized comic books. I mean, you know, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was like the back page ad. I mean, really, the entire story was on the back of the game. Right. You know, so uh, people getting bent out of shape over that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the the loudest voices I heard were people, it's not true to the story of the game. <laughs> I was like, 
Dude, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Are, I just, are, are they punching each other in the face? Are heads yeah. getting cut off? I was I yes. was impressed that they... Well, yeah, the violence was there. That's what I heard. I was that, impressed that was how good. they interpreted like some of the uh, fatality moves yeah, yeah. And, and put them in the movie. Um, there were definitely quite a few throwaway characters. I mean, there was like... Oh, yeah. and Red shirts. Yeah, Red yeah, shirts. yeah. yeah. Um, well, hell, the, the main character, never even heard of him. I think he was created for the movie. Uh, I don't even, Cole Young. Nope. Uh, there uh, might be a backstory, but uh, no. Well, he became. I don't. I'm so not even familiar with the characters. At the very end, he like took on the name of of uh, like something Cage. No, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't take uh, Johnny Cage. They showed the movie poster of Johnny Cage. I don't think oh, he becomes Johnny Cage. I thought that was supposed to be him. No, no, no. He said he was going out to Hollywood because uh, we asked him what was out there and he not what who and then they walked past the the poster oh, the movie oh, poster okay. of Johnny Cage. I see. Um, why in both movies do they have to turn reptile into an actual fucking reptile? I mean, I, I always liked the Green Ninja. Bastards. Bastards. That's why. That's my great. What what I would like to see <laughs> is I'd like to see them uh, make a movie. I guess like didn't they of Tekken? Yeah, and it was shit. <laughs> I I want to see like a full fleshed out like interpret the story of Tekken because that timeline's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, they made a Tekken movie. Yeah, they, they did. did. <laughs> they did. It's it's all right. It's not good, but. <clears throat> Well, and that's my big that's my big takeaway from Mortal Kombat. I've watched it twice now because I can't, you know. And it's nothing special, but I mean, I sat. It's a good it popcorn and I, and movie. I liked it, yeah. Exactly. It's a good popcorn movie. And I will say, what the first five minutes are awesome. It's the best part of the whole movie. I really like that that Japanese actor too. Yeah, the, I can't pronounce his first name last name Sonata. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, part of my topics have just been like digging through some of my old favorite like horror movies. Mm. Um, some notable ones that are like still holding up very well. Um, it's not so much an older one, but it was a while ago that the first time I ever saw it, uh, the Loved Ones. The Loved Ones. Oh, the Australian one. Yeah, yeah. The Australian one's fun. <laughs> um, it's it's great. Australian uh, horror is awesome. It, it's it's another level of it, fucking sick and twisted. It's great, but a healthy dose of just slapstick humor. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's cheesy as much as it is absolutely fucking brutal. Yeah, um, just just think of uh, the worst prom date you could ever have, and multiply that by a thousand. Yeah, hmm. basically. Um. Another another one that I was looking through um, that I still need to watch again. I need to show it to the girlfriend. Um, she's never watched uh, Thirty Days of Night. Oh, that's, that's oh, classic. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I fucking love that. movie. Yeah, I like that movie. You want to make that movie better? Huh? Then go into your TV menu and make it darker. Because because yeah. for Thirty Days of Night, it's really well lit. Right. <laughs> I think it would. Be, I think a lot more intense. That there's shit coming out of the chat. Oh, well, that's the thing. There shouldn't be any fucking shadows. <laughs> right, right. It, really fucking good. I love that movie. Um, and then 
Oh, do I keep going? Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. they could have fixed that movie simply by putting a shot with the moon in the sky. Because you know how bright things are no, when the no moonlight's on, no, on that, the snow. That infers that the sun is reflected on the moon. There's it's nothing. still nighttime. It's still nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, g- great movie. Um, another another horror movie that I, I watched recently. Uh, we brought it up last side quest, but the the remake of Evil Dead. Mm, I did. It's I did watch that too. So so good. Watch that again. It is. It's the it's the uh, completely unhumorous version of Evil Dead. I don't know. There's there's still some good humor. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but I don't know. I've just kind of I've been trying to deep dive all my favorite horror movies and find them. That's awesome. I've been wanting to watch. Uh, was it Old Boy? Which isn't a horror movie. Well, it, I mean, it gets put in horror movie lists. Is it? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, I haven't I, watched I loved, the remake. I loved Parasite. But I watched the first one. I loved Parasite. The original. That's another... That I haven't watched it right? yet. You haven't watched Parasite? No, not yet. Dude, I've heard it. it's really good. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Don't read up about it at all. Just go in blind. All right. So, it's fucking great. I love that movie. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it either. I need to check it out. Um, <laughs> In terms of other movies to watch... Um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is not a horror movie. It's actually a love story. Um, a forbidden this love story. Oh, forbidden love. Um, it's all in French. So much like Parasite, you know, if you can read subtitles and stand to read subtitles, then watch it. It's phenomenal. If you can't, you're a pussy. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes uh, I don't have a problem. What was the What was the foreign movie I was telling you about? Train to Busan? No, that one's great because you can convey there. There's a whole lot going on that you don't don't need any dialogue. But there was one I was watching, and there was so much dialogue. It's coming at you so fast. It's hard to keep track. Well, and but you spend so much time reading that you you kind of kind of takes you away from the action. Yeah. Um. Oh, it was on Netflix. It was a Netflix original, and I know the movie you're talking about. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a space one. Um, yeah. Damn it. But it was it was good. Um but uh speaking of Train to Busan, have you seen the the sequel? Alive? Hashtag no. Alive? No. Peninsula. I have not watched Peninsula. Is it on what is it on? I guess I'll have to tell you. Um it's it's good. I, I did not watch, as I watched Hashtag Alive. Um girlfriend hated it. And you know, I made my, my snip snippet jokes at it just because there were some there were some cheesy parts in it but mm-hmm. as a whole i really fucking enjoyed it um but i'm oh, easy to too please cheesy pie um it's a movie reference oh can you say that again oh a bit too cheesy pie oh fuck what is that <laughs> oh can i get another hint um oh, it's on the tip of my tongue yeah I'm just it's thinking like a spelling bee. It's like, uh, what's the origin of this movie? <laughs> Can you use it? Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> right. I'd like to buy a vowel. Man, all of the ones I'm thinking are just dead giveaways. So I, I guess uh, morning angle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what that movie is. Anybody else? Nah. The Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that's just a silly answer. Why would you even come up with that? I mean, Hot Fuzz. There's nobody in oh, the movie. Yeah. Right, so. Nobody in the movie with an accent like that. 
Uh, Shutter. Do you have Shutter? No, I uh, don't have Shutter. That's a that's a good investment, especially if you like horror movies. Okay. Um, I think it's like ten bucks. Ten bucks a month, something like that. I'll just ask for your account password. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I mean, I mean, I will gladly pay the subscription fee. <laughs> um, the the cool thing is, is uh, Joe Bob Briggs does does his show on Shutter. Oh, so right it's on. it's like he'll pull the old movies and do like he used to do on TNT, right? Where on. where they have commercial breaks, but they don't have. It's just him taking a break to talk shit on the movie, you know, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, it's pretty cool. What's going on in Daryl land? Right Anything? now, something's fucking up in my eye. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Get sucks. the fuck out you while you blind ass motherfucker. <laughs> I've been waiting. There's a movie, Russell. <laughs> Daryl's blind. No, I'm not. No, he's not. Only, <laughs> only in one eye. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk about this. You guys like <laughs> so I don't know. I like I didn't actively research something, but like um I don't know. Uh scrolling through Facebook, I I found an article and then I read about it. And you know, it intrigued me, but I don't know if it would be interesting to everybody else. Well, depends well, on our put, put it on the table and we'll shit you know, can it if it <laughs> That sounds good. Hey, I well, I I think I've talked about um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs a couple times. Yeah, you guys, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, maybe, and I don't want to fuck this up, so I'm going to pull up shit that I that I screenshot it and this and that. So, anyway, heard, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> the um, uh, this author of this article was criticizing Maslow, 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 Maslow. Um, for stealing ideas um, from the Blackfoot tribe. Huh. Um, basically, um, they had built their hierarchy of needs also, and he adapted some of the ideas and didn't credit them when he was developing his theory, which, you know, that's kind of fucking shitty. Way to go, white man. He did it again. Right. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you're good at something, don't do it for free. There you go. Anyway, um, so Maslow's hierarchy of needs and this is i i i took um psychology like 101 Mm -hmm. you know and out of the whole class i think i think this is the thing that stuck with me kind of the most honestly it's something that i think about i keep coming back to and thinking about we i mean i think anybody could if they think about themselves and this this triangle they can definitely relate to it right in some way shape or form because I, I, it's almost, uh, and what, what, uh, I'm going to jump ahead so if you don't. Why don't you go ahead and explain what that is so people don't know. Okay, so um, basically uh, it's like a triangle of needs, a pyramid of needs. Um, and at the bottom they got like different subcategories. They got the basic needs. So you got your psychological needs, which is like food, water, warmth, rest. Then you got your safety needs, security and safety. And then once you, and you, as you achieve these needs, um, you can go on to the next step. The next step after safety is belongingness and love needs, intimate relationships and friends. Um, and I, I said that wrong. I, the first um, block is physiological needs, not psychological. Because now we're in psychological, now that I've confused myself. Uh, then you get to esteem needs, which is prestige and feeling of accomplishment. And at the very top, it's self-actualization, um, which is achieving one's full potential 
including creative activities. Like we, what we're doing. We got a long ways to go, boys. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I, I heard it uh, just as an aside. I, I heard someone say that um, not too long ago, maybe a week ago, saying um, they think there should be another step above that, which is transcendence. Interesting. And, and wow. Okay. That is interesting, but I guess like um, only 1% of the population ever actually achieves self-actualization. Sure. According to this theory. So he, he spent some time with the Blackfoot tribe and there starts out with self-actualization and, uh, um, you know, you're, you're born, you were actualized. And then the next step is belonging. So, um, after we're born individuals, um, after we're born imbued with the divine purpose, the tribe is there to love and care for us. So, and then the basic needs and safety is the next tier. Um, so that's pretty self-explanatory. And then, uh, community, uh, damn, I got a crack in my phone here. Actualization. So, um, intending to our basic needs and safety, the tribe equips us to manifest our sacred purpose in designing a model of education that supports us in, uh, expressing our gifts. Community actualization describes the Blackfoot goal that each member of the tribe manifests their purpose and have their basic needs met. So then after that, it's cultural perpetuity, um, passing it on to the, you know, yeah. people coming along. So it's more of a collectivist, um, yeah, exactly. Approach. It's almost more an individual approach versus a, a community, uh, like Collect- you said, collective collectivist approach. Yeah. Which, you know, um, a lot of people well, that'll rally up. Oh, damn, 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 damn. fucking commies, <laughs> commie, commie <laughs> engines. Uh, that, man, it, it, it's weird. It's like been the, a red foot. the older I get and the more that I learn, it's, you know, uh, the truth of things or not, maybe that's the wrong word, but the correct w- mode of being is to be able to hold two things in tension. You know, like uh, you, you can be for indiv- your your individual needs and and rights and freedoms, and and also recognize the need for community, the need for something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hold those two things in tension, and it can really go off the w- rails either way if you just go all the way that way well where you know i think where people get so worked up is whenever they feel like their their individual stuff is being violated sure which in a sense at times can be very selfish but um also can be um in in one manner um looking out for your fellow society members because like well it's on it's not just my rights it's your rights too you know that that sort of thing so i guess it's where people's priorities lie is is what's in question here yeah and the thing is though you're not gonna there's it's fucking impossible you're not gonna get everybody to agree on one way or the other i uh so man i agree with the the um intention statements you know i I think there should be a good balance because it has to be balanced in everything right you can't you can't have good without bad i mean because then there is no good might in theory be a good example that ties into it, or I could be completely missing the mark. But one of the things that I struggled with um, was, you know, growing up. Uh, whenever I grew up, you know, high school, grade school, etc. Um, environmentalism was very heavily enforced on us. You know, global warming, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. Um, 
And so it kind of cultivated that generation. It's very environmentally conscious. Right. Um, and that kind of pulled me into my career because before I actually started and I went and I got my degree, um, I wanted to be an environmental chemist, you know, something that going out and you're testing the waters, this, that, and the other. But what I ended up coming to the conclusion of was what, who's a better person like in the plastics industry? Cause obviously plastics is like harmful to the environment if not properly disposed. And that's something that actually came up during my courses about how, um, you know, there's no such thing as a bad plastic. It's just how that plastic is disposed. And that is where the biggest disconnect is. So is that like, in that, are they trying to teach you to keep that in mind when designing use and, and things like that? Yes. So, um, and that, cause that was obviously one of the biggest questions that came up was obviously everybody's super aware that plastic is very harmful to the environment. Mm-hmm. The application that it meets is not harmful. And like one of the, I'm kind of derailing from my point, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit. One of the points that one of my professors brought up to me, which was very eye-opening in one aspect, is say say that we went back to glass, right? Glass bottles, you know, how we used to have milk and glasses, shit yeah. like that. The, okay, say we completely got rid of plastic uh, milk cartons, right? Mm-hmm. And we went back to glass milk cartons. The added weight from that glass in order to ship that glass on a on a plane, you can ship fewer per quantity. Either way, it's going to take more fuel. Exactly. And, yeah. Whereas the plastic has revolutionized it to where you do not waste as much resources. Man, you got to make muscle. that shit from hemp, man. You got to like... Right, man. Like, put your milk in hemp bottles. I know? am and super in interested grand, in that, though. And then in the <laughs> grand mean, scheme of things, just go vegan, you know? Like, that's... Ultimately, a lot of the environmentalists, they just encourage a very plant-based diet because meat and dairy production, there's a whole documentary on it. Yeah, uh, I I'm understand that, but I think it's factory farming that's the problem. Absolutely. I, I think regenerative agriculture would what uh, I'm, I'm, highly dispute the, the going vegan as a means of exactly. controlling. And I, th- I, think I, I think it would work. I just think it's extreme. I'm completely right. derailing. From my original point, what I was trying to get at was... <laughs> yeah, we, we could go like eight yeah, different could, directions spend, from here, but yeah. We could spend like three hours talking about this. Um, but basically what my point was, was kind of your point, Zach, about how you know you have your intentions as well as being able to recognize others. I chose to pursue plastics while also being extremely environmentally conscious. Right. That kind of fostered And you know, man... The, the industry needs people that are conscious of those things to be a part of it. Absolutely. You know? yeah. and well, that, I, that was my biggest drive as to, you know, who's better to be in that industry than someone that gives a shit about the environment. You know? Right. right. I, w- I would rather see one person quietly making the change than a hundred people shouting at the top of their lungs exactly. and, and, and doing nothing. That, exactly. That was, right. a, that was another thing too, because I took sociology at community college and I I love that class. It was taught by like this long haired fucking hippie dude. <laughs> he had his PhD and he was like, yeah. it was made of him. Yeah. He yeah. straight up, straight up. He, <laughs> he had long hair. He wore tie dye and he came in in Birkenstocks and he was like, yeah, man. Also made of him. Like dude, <laughs> straight up hippie. I love oh. talking to him. But my, my psychology one one professor 
that uh, the class I mentioned earlier, uh, he was a clinical psychologist. Um, uh, he he just kind of taught as an adjunct on the side, but um, half of the class was him telling us about his travels, going and 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 uh, like doing peyote in in, cer- <laughs> in in like ceremonies with Native Americans okay. and stuff, like like in a in a, in a similar like, light. Super cool. <laughs> his disorientation for his masters, or like his his defense or whatever. Was he his dissertation? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, disorientation. <laughs> I mean, I, I get like, it. Yeah, what, totally. Disorientation. What college did you go to again? <laughs> yeah, whatever. The fuck. Stay away from that one. Anyway, uh, it's from Portland. <laughs> whatever. What he did research on was pornography, and he'd talk about it in class. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you do for your research? You just lock yourself in a closet and just fucking read it. Like, I was like, oh yes, this is went good through for the so much lotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway, I'm I'm now now a shareholder in Jergens, but he uh, <laughs> he he was a cool fucking dude. Like, I'm chairman I, of the KY Jelly. I like I I kept telling him after class. I was like, dude, I absolutely love your class. I said I leave your class super depressed about a society after, but I love <laughs> learning about it. I was like, right. this is what I need to know. So, but. Sociology was whack. I actually loved sociology more than what I thought I would enjoy from psychology. I almost changed my major to to sociology. I just I love people did. watching. There's you can have so much fun just watching people interact with the world. Daryl, I think that we got way off topic of where you were going, or did you make the point that you're sorry? No, I mean uh, that was uh, I was trying to incite conversation. So uh, I well, we what there. I yeah, what man. I took from that is that was two perfect examples of. Uh, uh, tribalism, yeah, you know, uh, Native American tribalism, and white colonials. And what what do they call it? They call it uh, is it Dunbar's number that or what, I think that's right. Where it's like, um, you know, uh, a group can cohere up to a certain number, which is uh, roughly maxes out about one hundred fifty. If you get greater than that, then um, people can slip through the cracks. They can they can start gaming the system. That's why we're not a five piece band. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn. <right. laughs> um, so it, it's you know the, the rule, not the rules, but the uh, conditions for coherence among small groups is maxed out. Of is that is yeah? It's like you get higher than that number, it becomes way more complicated. Right. You need you, you need get, a little bit more of uh, I'm going to use a bad word, but authoritarian kind of um, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's kind of like cult authoritative. Uh, authoritative. That's kinda, a better way to say it. Yes. It's kind of like cults. You know, how big do you see cults get? You don't see them get very big just because, right? You know, not everybody's drinking that fucking Kool Aid. But yeah, yeah. No, Billy smells weird. And fucking, he doesn't contribute. And, you know, <laughs> I say we eat them. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, my, my thing about the article was, I don't think Maslow necessarily got it wrong, you know, but in a sense, I mean, I mean, there, there's, there are contradictions in his theory. Yeah. That's why it's a theory. Yeah. There's contradictions to everything. And even with the, the Blackfoot, you know, model, there could be contradictions there also. So, um, it's like one of those things where that it's like each one of those things is a lens through which to view maybe your life or society and you, you probably won't see every 
every angle through one of those lenses, but through multiple lenses, you're going to see a bigger part of the picture. Um, and I, I think Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a very useful thing to keep in mind. Absolutely. But I mean, um, but I, it also got me to thinking like, um, what if, what if you were the last person on earth? I mean, you can't do it. You have, you have to have help. You can't just, yeah, you can't do, do it all on your everything. Own. And you know, uh, and obviously from the hierarchy of who's going to make an iPhone at one point, <laughs> at one point, hey, hey, hey who's going to fix hey, my cable? <laughs> supposed to have intimacy or whatever. So you I, know. Uh, yeah, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's movie reference. <laughs> Goonies. No, bro. Jurassic Park. <sighs> no, man. Yes. No. Yes. No, the fly. <laughs> uh, I got a fun topic if if we've kind of wrapped up conversation on that topic. I want to talk more about it. Um, Your stuff. I could talk more about that yeah, stuff but, all day. But while I was talking about <laughs> that, yeah. while you guys were talking about that, it brought up a really fun question for you guys that I think would be a lot of fun to talk about. If Industrial farming makes us fat. If all four of us mm. eating makes me fat. We're trapped <laughs> on a desert island or something. Who would we eat first? Oh, oh, I thought you were going to fuck. say who would get raped. Well, that, that's a, that's another point. Damn, who's going to get? All right, that's a buzzword. I don't. So know I got that. bad fucking knees, so you guys would be able to catch me, and I'm pretty succulent. I don't know, but it, it's important. <laughs> it's it's important. It's I'm important. tall and I'm fat, so you it's know. Important. I think Quinn's the most feminine, so I can run fucking two miles. <laughs> I was talking about eating. Thank you. I run two miles like it's nobody's fucking business. So fat chance, chief. <laughs> um, so bad knees I got on, a cigarette. on dad but but that motherfucker's got a temperament like you wouldn't believe <laughs> i'd be like like a you get me in the water and i'm a fucking ninja <laughs> like like a like a wolverine <laughs> backed into a corner tasmanian so. devil yeah <laughs> He so, hasn't, he's not canceled yet, is he? Who who's enough of a leader I to don't volunteer? Think that one is, no. <laughs> could, could I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like Play his voice backwards. Someone's just like, I offer my arm for us to eat today. And then why we can't we be like a normal band? And be like, man, I love this other band. You guys should check out this band. <laughs> <laughs> no, who are you going to eat first? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you, going vegan will come in real handy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. In that situation, <laughs> I'd be all about it. <laughs> Okay, I, let's I'm get speaking of speaking of vegan. I heard a while, <laughs> I heard somebody a while back. It was somebody was talking about a politician, and they were talking about the Democratic Liberal Party, whatever, um, ruining us. Next thing you know, we're going to have plant based beer. Oh my god! Oh my god! That, I'm like, that, I, I said, is that a real quote? They said, yes. I'm said, you're fucking kidding me. That is the most American thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Putting plants in the beer. God, <laughs> making damn. the frogs gay. <laughs> Make the freaking frogs gay. Well, that's why they're in decline. Oh, my God. If you look on the label. It has nothing to do with the excess hawks in the sky. Most beers. It says uh, grains and hops. Uh, I don't know. Where do you get grains? Is that like from a fucking badger? Plant? A cow badger? shit. Cow shit. Cow shit. Mm-hmm. We just bottle straight up cow shit. <laughs> I've had some beers that are that's hilarious. Pretty close to that. Plant based yeah. beer. <laughs> Left handed notebooks. <laughs> this world's coming to a goddamn end. Hey man, I would love a left handed notebook. Please give Dude, me Dude, I one. have one for you if you Shit. want one. Put the um, spiral on the other side. Writers can suffer for a while. Yo. <laughs> Just write it back. Turn it upside down. No. 
So, uh, that, <laughs> speaking of weird, like notebook type shit, one of the things that my professor taught me um, whenever I was taking notes in organic chemistry, so a lot of information all at once, very organic. Quick. It's organic. Um, if anybody were to go back and look at my notebooks, they'd be like, "Are you <laughs> fucking like psychotic?" <laughs> like he taught me to <laughs> drop the vowels. And, and just write without the vowels. You write oh, so yeah. much faster. Right. So, but if you look at my notes, it looks like I'm a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But I, I can read it. Like, and that's how I've taken notes ever ever since he taught me that. That's how I take notes. That's no, smart. no vowels. I do use my notebook. Rather. See, so Wheel of Fortune. You know, suck my dick. I already got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Buy a vowel, my ass. I'm keeping that money. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I think I'll spin, pet. Uh, another. See, just rolling off the brain today. Uh, I have been really into watching old, like, just really like early two thousands game shows. You know, like I know Wheel of Fortune's been around way longer than that. Yeah. But you know, I started watching Deal or No Deal again. I'm just like, why? Why would you pick twenty three? Why? Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you you want to capture an era? Watch Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. Oh man, is that it's a game show? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but I want to watch The Price is Right, but I can't find anywhere where that, that's what? on. I uh, think... I, I we, don't know. I haven't looked that hard. But dun dun like, dun dun. Like well. I really, really, really want to watch Wheel, Wheel of Fortune, though. Like That aesthetic, the big television board, Like I want one in my house one day. Like I want a big television board. I'm I can, so old. Like, I remember when it was actually... She physically had to turn the brights. <laughs> it wasn't a screen at all it was like Jeez. blocks sorry my age is showing <laughs> uh, i i think we should all get bob barker microphones for the band i would love that actually. oh yeah i mean they're like thinner than my pinky you know he used that the whole time yeah well and the mic's this long he holds it down at the bottom he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know there was uh there's a contestant that uh one like one a pretty out. good pretty good uh, prize package that uh, I don't know if she still lives there but she uh, was from Coffeeville no shit oh, yeah damn neat yeah I, I installed uh, cable I got to hear all about it really yep come on down what what is the craziest like cable I'm so excited cable my boobs installation fell out. story that you have <laughs> I'm curious and I then I want to hear your craziest like postman story. Well, I, I don't know if I've got a crazy postman story, but I do have a story from this weekend Okay, that was pretty crazy, so I'm going to tell you that in okay. a second. We'll be back. No. Um, <laughs> right after these messages. Right. Uh, probably going into a home that had no furniture, a mattress on the floor, covered in piss stains, um, but yet still like a 50-inch TV. Um <laughs> Went to uh, work on the cable box because it was powering on and and powering off and powering on, powering off. Walked up to it, picked it up, and saw just like twenty cockroaches crawl Whoa. across the the LED in the front. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. I unhooked it, took it outside, put it in a trash bag. It rode in the back of my truck and stayed outside the office for two months. <sighs> <sighs> I, I've got a funny story after yours. The smell was great, too. Let me tell well, you. Well, postal things, uh, two things come immediately to mind. One, I think I told you offline, but uh, just here recently had a uh, man. Um, I, 
I say this with uh, all the love in the world. There, there's white trash family. <laughs> I'll drink to that. All around. And and the, you know the, the the house was they're Zach. renting this house, and over a course of about a year, just progressively more and more trash, more and more stinky. Even with the you just walk by it, it's like it stinks outside. It's so bad. Anyways, I they, know where that is. They, yeah, they 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 <laughs> uh, started moving. About. And they had the door open, and they were literally shoveling garbage off their floor with a snow shovel. Yikes. It was about not quite knee high, but they were wading through garbage in their house. It was disgusting. All right, so that's one thing. Second thing is um, there's one time when I was working in Fort Scott, Kansas, I had to uh, uh, deliver certified, so I knocked on the door to get a signature. And a dude, just uh, you know, guys probably in his sixties, overweight. And answer the door, nothing but his tidy whities that were yellowed and and like holy. Oh God! And just, I was just like, wow, just does not give a fuck. This guy, <laughs> I can't wait to get to that age where I'm just like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what I'm wearing. I'm going to Walmart. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already am that age. Uh, same. same. I, need, I need some flaky flicks. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> I need some count chocula, bitch. Uh, I don't give a fuck what I'm wearing. It's just that trying to find that fucking motivation to go to fucking walmart oh i've got hate going to walmart uh, girlfriend and i like we'll bicker back and forth she's like hey can you pick this up like after you get off work and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not going to that fucking place i'm no (laughs) no absolutely not uh worst story i ever had um working at subway was we you know the 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 ingredients come in off the fucking trucks or whatever and they they unload it to us anyway we got a a box of rotten tomatoes Ooh. that we still needed to get credit for. So they sat already rotten in a trash bag down in the back. I remember that. <laughs> for two months, we oh. waited for credit on that bitch while that thing fucking festered yeah. in that trash bag. And then, of course, my manager was like, hey, tonight I need you to get rid of these tomatoes because uh, I didn't have time today. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Uh, I'll get it. No problem. They're sun dried. I move the bag Not anymore, <laughs> and I suddenly I see about like fucking three inches of rotten tomato juice fucking sloshing around this in this fucking bag, and I'm like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> don't tear! And I move it just a little bit, and all he hears. And I go into full fucking survival mode. I'm hollering at my fucking coworker. I'm like, get a fucking pan. Like, <laughs> I fucking slide it under there and I'm catching the fucking shit water that's pouring oh. out. I bet you would have got drunk and shit off that. Like I've said before yeah. on, on this podcast. Old fermentation. I was a mortician's apprentice for three years. Nothing. Nothing compared to that fucking smell. You know what? There yeah. is something about rotting vegetables that is just fucking horrible. It mm-hmm. it was honestly like Potatoes. that. That smell was just oh, straight yeah. up disrespectful. Like it was so bad. I've got a couple other stories too. So anyway, long story short, I ended up getting out of there, and we spent the rest of that night bleaching the floors and gagging. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It was the worst smell I'd ever smelled. You know, that's good training. It builds your constitution. (laughs) Another story is I had a coworker, um, you know, we were closing for the night, so we were taking out our our big-ass trash can or whatever, and there was a customer... (laughs) That was getting a sandwich, and as soon as, as soon as he rolled out with the the trash trash can, he was like, "Oh, minimum wage coming through!" And I'm, <laughs> I couldn't contain my laughter. <laughs> I was hollering because he got so fucking pissed. <laughs> and then the next one was <laughs> the next one is I had a dude come in absolutely fried out of his mind like he had take taken like so many edible you know like bloodshot eyes like yeah. that man has done nothing but smoke weed all day and he comes in he was like uh yeah i'll get a foot long uh italian herbs and cheese uh i'll get a meatball marijuana uh, uh marinara and i was like <laughs> oh, i caught you bitch like <laughs> 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 oh, it was so fucking funny. That's awesome. Uh, there's times where I really miss that job just because of shit like that. Yeah. I do not miss that pay. I tell you that. <laughs> All right. All right, fuckers. You want to rock and roll? Uh, wait, I didn't tell my story. You didn't ask about any of my nasty stories. Yeah. Dude. Oh, your can't. Turn. Uh, I can't tell you. He can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> Absolutely. HIPAA, All right. All right. HIPAA violations. <laughs> one one second hand story, and then I'm going to tell you about my weekend. All right. First thing, everyone's uh, working for the weekend. When uh, at Bernie's, I, yeah. <laughs> um, he's a baseball. I think fan. I was had gone back to the business school, postgraduate stuff, um, and I uh, had a friend that was working on his degree and was working as a CNA. And anyways, he was like, "Hey, man, I, you know." end of the day he's like how's how'd your day go i was like oh man it's like it's a rough day i'm just kind of dragging ass blah blah blah. i'm kind of like griping about it and i was like how about you he's like he said i dug shit out of an old lady's vagina (laughs) 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 like it's all about perspective yeah like i i am so sorry shout out to the you wins out there like more power to some dirty work man it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> but all right. Heaven use <laughs> But all right. So I went. I like to golf. I don't golf a lot. But my, I think we should have a special podcast episode out on the golf course. Hey. And, or a vlog. You know hey. what it'll be? Drinking beer. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. So went golfing. With, Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I just gave him the bonus episode right there. We'll just do a quick montage of us like just drinking beer and missing, missing and, swings. and doing like that's uh, what I do. I just miss swings. Yeah, yeah. doing like Happy Gilmore run up drives <laughs> and missing horribly. I just want to roll a golf cart again. Can yeah. you roll the golf cart. Miss Big Youth golf carts. Um. So, all right, we went out uh, to play some golf. It was my sister's birthday weekend, and she's kind of learning how to play a little bit. So it was my brother, my sister, my dad, who's like 75, and my brother-in-law. Um, my brother-in-law is is a uh, was on the ground in a rock 
veteran told me he I, I have not asked him all the details of what he's gone through in Iraq, but he told me a little bit and of what he's done and what he's seen and it's shit that will turn you white. <laughs> and uh Anyways, tell him about so the Twinkie. So yeah, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so all right. So that's a little backstory. Anyways, what about uh, the Twinkie? What about? <laughs> so uh, we're about halfway through our nine holes of golf, and there's a group of guys, two people behind us, and they're kind of coming up one fairway as we're going down the other fairway, and uh, they. My dad and my sister are hitting their shots. My dad hits their, his, he walks off, and then one of these guys, middle-aged dude, starts just talking shit to my sister, saying, like, you guys are so fucking slow. You're holding up the whole goddamn thing. Like, oh, you need to hurry up. Just sounds mouthing like, off. Sounds like someone doesn't have enough beer for a golf course. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, like, granted, we we had a large group. Play through? But we had, we had a large group. We had already let one group play through, but I mean, there were, there was, and they were still like right ahead of us. It's not like we could have right. gone a lot faster. So my sister kind of says like, man, that guy's an asshole. You know, it's like, well, what happened? You know, she kind of tells the story. So, so there's a group of old men directly behind us. We let them play through and then, uh, we're getting ready to tee off and the mouthy group comes in and they're on the green. So my dad of everybody walks oh, over and says, Hey, I heard you're being disrespectful to my daughter. You know, if it's like, you could talk to me if you have a problem, you know? And then, and the guy's like, Oh, f-, you know, I didn't, I wasn't disrespectful. I was just saying, you guys are taking your time. It's slow. You're holding everything up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and, and then my brother-in-law comes. He's like, Mike, I got this. He's like, listen, motherfucker. Like, you don't talk to my wife. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, fuck you, you know, whatever, and kind of shoves him and stuff. Oh, and then shit. Uh, my brother-in-law, Steve is his name. He he kind of starts like kind of twinging, like 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 he's going to throw a punch, but he doesn't throw it, you know, and the guy's like backing up and it's kind of, I thought it was going to go down. It didn't act, it, you know, Steve didn't throw a punch and stuff, um, but the guy's being mouthy. Yeah, I'm like, dude, take him at his word because I don't want to get kicked off this golf course, but it'll happen. It's your decision. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys look to me like Fuck, these guys are fucking for real. But for a moment, I like I know you guys haven't watched Peaky Blinders yet, but I felt like it was like like a, <laughs> I felt like it was kind of that that kind of scene is like I I felt like I needed to go in there like and don't fuck with the Peaky fucking blinders. <laughs> I don't know. It was a could have been a bad situation, but Shit. it was funny, if nothing else. Right? It's always funny to laugh at after the fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love Mally fuckers. Yeah, I just think I, it's funny that my seventy-five-year-old dad, it, who's who's had half of one the, lung removed, is like the one going. <laughs> it's like, hey, motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> you you can talk to me. <laughs> Well, he, you know, you know to be you fair, moved, he's trying to play that respect card. Since you moved, right. that you was know? the yeah. first time I ever met your dad. That was the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ever. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he Rock seemed on. like a really nice guy. No, Jeez, my, so. my dad's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, it's cool. actually like, no, nah, fuck him. Yeah, what? <laughs> nah, <laughs> he is a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, was, he was pretty rowdy in his youth. He's a Navy vet. Hell yeah. Um, Vietnam vet. So, yeah. He's a submariner? No, he was on an aircraft carrier. 
still badass. Just like uh, Gary was on aircraft right. carriers too. Right. That's my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the loser that wasn't in the <laughs> in the military. I went to school, but yeah, well, I, you're still yeah. a silver civil servant. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. All you I you know, fight on a different kind of battleground. All, all I know is dog turd laden lawns. Every single one of us were essential workers. So who really kept this country together? <laughs> Shout out to the vets. Thank you for your service. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And the fucking mailman. And and all essential workers. Yeah. And the CNAs that dig shit out of old ladies' vaginas. Yeah, because someone needs to do it. I ain't fucking touching it. The the old man ain't going to get a surprise because you cleaned her out. <laughs> Shit. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Fuck, is that a peanut? Oh.